0: This is Jason. This is Kailani. And you're here for the Worm for the Night podcast, episode 27, a podcast where it used to be about making my girlfriend watch movies that she doesn't want to. Uh, Now it's just basically me talking shit to my girlfriend. (laughs) In your eyes, that's your estimation of this podcast, correct? A
1: little bit, yes.
0: Uh, I think that you acquit yourself very well on these podcasts, but um, you seem to think the opposite. Yeah. But yet you continue to agree to do these with me.
1: Because it's kind of fun.
0: Yeah. You have to be coerced a little bit, but but not too much. Right. So you're here at the House of uh, the house of Baskin. And um, let's go ahead and clue the listeners into who Carol Baskin is to us. What our connection I'd, I'd not. to Miss Carol Baskin is.
1: I'd rather is. not. I'd rather move on with this. Really? Yeah.
0: You want to just glaze Sorry, over guys.
1: this? Some things just need to be left unsaid.
0: Wow. I guess we'll leave that for the Patreon, huh? <laughs> you want to subscribe, we'll let you know, in little, a uh, little backstory on how, uh, how we know Miss Baskin there. Um, Alright, let's start at the beginning because it's been a while. We're still sitting on the, the weight bench recording.
1: I, mean, I tried to sit on the floor.
0: Like that's a better alternative? Well, no, but... Your idea of sitting on the floor was us sitting on the floor with the microphone on the weight bench.
1: No, not you, just me.
0: That was even weirder. That meant I was sitting on the weight bench while you were at my feet and I was talking down to you. Yes,
1: because your voice is so clear.
0: It felt abusive. (laughs) I didn't like it at all. (laughs) I didn't like it at all. I was
1: just trying to help.
0: Appreciate that. So let's take it back. Uh, Last time we did one of these, it's been a while. It was about 103 degrees in this garage on that summer night. It's now freezing. Uh, California freezing, we should say, out there for you that truly have harsh winters. Um, Unfortunately... This island girl here gets uh, seasonal depression, even in California. And I hear about it from about mm, September on about how cold and dark it's you know, getting.
1: I made a point not to say anything about it this year.
0: Well, we just got back from Hawaii where it was, you know, 90 degrees with 100% humidity. I mean, it
1: was just perfect. Yeah.
0: So you, we really haven't experienced it much. But we are uh, in hoodies, freezing our asses off, sitting on this weight bench, bringing you a new podcast. We've got to fill you in on a lot of things that we've done since the last time we all spoke to you. So the first thing is Burbank. We went down in late September, early October to the opening of the Academy of Motion Picture and Science Museum. Um, this was a trip that was planned for probably a year and a half, pre-COVID, shutting down everything. And it was uh, five stories, and it was the day before it opened up to the public. We got to go early. This was a, a gift that you had signed me up to be part of the Academy, which I didn't know you could, could be. Yes. Um, yeah, you paid an exorbitant fee and made us Academy members, and this was one of the perks, and uh, it was awesome. The only thing we didn't get a chance to see was the big screening room, but we did get a chance to walk um, through it, see all the exhibits. What do you think was your, your most favorite exhibit? Because I saw you get stuck at the Pedro Almodar <laughs> exhibit, which was about a 100-foot screen showing a scene, um, I think it's from Volver, with uh, Penelope Cruz, where her daughter yes, had murdered- Yes, that
1: was so th- dramatic. It was just really good. I couldn't take my eyes off of it. I yeah. wanted to watch the whole thing, but it, now because the end was ruined for me or whatever, I'm like, yeah, but, but, yeah that was good.
0: That was the most intense but scene But it wasn't movie. my favorite, no. That wasn't your favorite? I'm surprised, because you stood there for the longest and watched that like 10-minute scene play out.
1: Yeah, that was for you, so you can continue to look at the other exhibit next to it. <laughs> I'm
0: not the biggest Amador fan. Um, and I can never say this other Asian gentleman's name right, the guy who does Howl's Moving Castle and Princess Minoki. He, his stuff is extraordinary, but that installation as well I wasn't the biggest fan of. But uh, though outside of that, I thought that the museum was put together fairly well. Um, you could see it, it needed a little bit more. Uh, it was very concerned about diversity and inclusion and things like that, which was great, but they also skipped over a huge chunk of movie history i felt like in that there was a whole era that we, we it wasn't even looked at. like the 80s were pretty much non-existent in that exhibit
1: yeah actually that's pretty true um
0: which i you know some of it was very cool to see how they did a lot of rear projection stuff they broke it down with a scene from wizard of oz they let us do uh watch raiders of the lot there was a scene from raiders of the lost ark speaking of an 80s movie where they showed us the sound design which was really cool Um, And we got to stay at a beautiful hotel across, literally across the street from the Warner Brothers lot where, um, you know, they house people working on the lot and and a lot of people in the industry um, in that that hotel. And it was a beautiful hotel. And we get back from our day out there at the museum and you're in the front room. And what would you describe the noise that you heard initially?
1: Well, it just kind of sounded like the sink threw up, as opposed to it just threw up.
0: Unannounced, and and for no reason. (laughs) This kitchenette sink that we had made a gurgling noise. Yeah. And, you know, you weren't, you looked at me like, hey, you should go check that out. Almost like if there's a noise in the middle of the night.
1: no, I never did. I was just in your perspective. I I felt like
0: you threw it to me and it was on me. No, I didn't
1: care. I was just thinking
0: it would go away. Yeah, I didn't. Because the gurgling happened again. And I walk over to the sink. And I look at you and I say, the sink's making a weird noise. And as I say that, this black shit, this scum oil of the earth, black blood of the earth, (laughs) shoots into my face and all over my... To so hard that it hits the ceiling.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. If you've ever seen his face more shocked and pissed at the same time, it, was, it would be like, it's hilarious.
0: The, the only thing I can describe it as is almost like being sucker punched and being shocked and fucking enraged at the same time. I'm glad it still it still gets you. Can a I g-
1: just imagine you getting on the fucking elevator?
0: Which I did. Kidding? Which I did. I left the Walked shit on down my down face there. to walk down to the front desk to show them Where at this. The
1: bar and restaurant is, and everybody. This
0: exclusive eat. LA hotel uh, that had multiple G wagons lined up and outside. I
1: am like, what the fuck is this on my face? Did
0: they not hop to? They
1: did, but I just—it's amusing.
0: It was not amusing. Um, they took care of the problem. You know, we got a nice steak dinner out of it, but to get shit shot in my face, which turned out to be sludge from the pipes. Who
1: wouldn't find that funny? If situations were reversed, you'd still be laughing
0: about I'm, it. That's, I'm just glad it didn't go in my mouth. I, you, yeah, you want to pantomime that again? We're on radio, not TV. She's making the face. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad it still brings you joy like two months later. I'm fucking glad. I was hoping that story was going to die, but this is the last time I had to tell it. Uh, and if you're family and friends, you've heard that story before, you're listening, uh, please excuse it for having to, to bear through and hear that again. But that was a pretty memorable moment. Um, the, <laughs> yeah, keep going. Keep going. Get it out.
1: It's just because things like that don't happen you know, to you. And when they do, you just... You don't like it. <laughs> you
0: should have seen the people in the elevator when I had the shit on my face.
1: Yeah, I know. You probably have fucking yelled at them. I was, they,
0: no, nobody said anything. It was, the, like, you know what I mean? I had that look of just leave it the fuck alone <laughs> and it'll take care of itself. Because I was not in the mood. Oh, my goodness. The Italian came out. But anyways, we also got a chance to check out Universal Studios' tour, their backlot tour, which I got to say was 10 times cooler than... I'm sorry, did I say that backwards? We did the Warner Brothers backlot tour, not the Universal Studios backlot tour. But that tour was better than the museum, I thought. Getting a chance to see the backlot in the studios um, where they shot Friends, the Big Bang Theory, the stages where they shot the Goonies and Batman, Lethal Weapons. I mean, all these sound stages have these massive placards, and anything that's ever been shot on that stage, it'll say the year in the movie. And these things are 75 names on there. Um... How did you feel about that Backlot tour?
1: Oh, I loved it. It made me want to travel and go see all Backlots.
0: <laughs> well, they're not all that cool. I've been on some Backlots before, and that Friends one, I'm sorry, that Warner Brothers one was cool because they had the Town Square, much like they used to have in Universal Studio, which served as the Town Square in Back to the Future, if you didn't know. Uh, but the Town Square in Warner Brothers' Backlot, I mean, they shot so many movies on it. Mean, the, the Lost Boys' house is on there. Um, the toilet, the the, Murtaugh's house is on there from Lethal Weapon. I mean, if you watch anything now, you'll notice it. I mean, we watch things and we're like, oh, that's the back lot at Warner Brothers. Uh, the big tree and and all these things. Um, but I thought it was awesome. You got real special treatment from all the union workers (laughs) on the back. lot. I thought, you know, maybe we can sneak off this trolley and just hang out at the stages and run into Jason Momoa. And about the 30th fucking union worker whistled or waved or was extra nice to you and I was like yeah I don't think I want to meet Jason Momoa today.
1: <laughs> I was hoping one of them was famous so we could just sneak off with
0: them you know. Uh, you mean you sneak off with him? No
1: like us. I would bring you. I wouldn't leave you behind boo. Don't you worry. What's hilarious <laughs> is
0: that every time I bend down to speak into the microphone you have a pavlonian response where you bend down and we're almost butting heads at this point.
1: <laughs> this is what you told me to do. <laughs> this,
0: is, this is maybe the worst fucking podcast setup. In the history of podcasts. In the history of podcasts. It's, Let's move it forward, though. Devoted. We were going to go see James Bond, which was premiering at the Man Chinese Theater. They were giving Daniel Craig uh, a uh, st- uh, star on the Walk of Fame. And we were talking about going and seeing James Bond down there. We didn't get a chance to. We were like, ah, shit. We actually went to a comedy show instead and saw uh, some legends, really. Dane Cook. Arsenio Hall, Sarah Silverman, and really, out of all those, Dane, Kick mur- Dane Cook still murders it. Yeah. And in a small room, Dane Cook fucking controlled that room, I'd say, for 45 minutes.
1: Yes. And you were highly impressed. I already knew the game.
0: <laughs> You've been on Dane <laughs> Cook's nuts since 2006. I've wanted to punch him in the nuts since 2006, but I gotta say, he's, he was funny. He might have
1: been earlier than that, but we can go with yours.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> this is what we missed instead, because we went to the comedy show instead of going and seeing the Bond movie. And then it turns out later that night, do you remember when I showed you the iPad and it says, Daniel Craig makes surprise appearance at the Burbank Theater?
1: Yeah, but that was after we got back. That wasn't the same.
0: I think that you're missing days and times up. No. Well, good old Dane Cook really came through for us that night. I mean, he's much better than James Bond, right? Point of the story is, we did see James Bond in the end. I thought it was fucking awful. This is the first James Bond movie you've ever seen in a theater, I believe.
1: Man, I totally forgot about this one.
0: How could you? It was two hours and 45 minutes. It's as long as the movie that we saw tonight.
1: I mean, I just felt like that was last year. I didn't realize that was just how long ago? Six weeks ago. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't mind it. You didn't like it.
0: I didn't like it, no.
1: Yeah, but that's just because you're a Bond fan. For someone who's just coming in and you don't really care either way... It was better than I thought it was going to be. Because why? Just the way they ended it was pretty awesome. All right. Like, he still gets to keep his number. He's still Bond. Like, his legend is still going, and I'm not going to finish it. I <laughs> I just realized I may be giving a spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. Uh,
0: no, I think you just forgot the total ending of the movie. He, no, does, he doesn't go on.
1: But, no, his memory. Like I'm talking about his memory. Oh,
0: great. Let's and memorialize he, James yes, Bond.
1: Exactly, that's what they did. So they kept him alive forever, babe. Your dream has come true. No. Bond's not dead.
0: <laughs> Hashtag that everybody. If you don't know the spoiler by now. You can, you're not, you not really want yes, to see sorry, it. Sorry,
1: I hope you didn't see it. But if you All did, right. it's
0: not bad. All right, we saw that. We saw Dune. Dune sucked.
1: Yeah, Dune was awesome.
0: You're insane.
1: <laughs> no. Hey, I actually was going into this thinking, I'm probably going to fall asleep in 20 minutes anyways. In fact, you fell asleep, and I continued to watch it, and I was highly entertained and really wanted to continue to finish it because you hate it so much. I can't finish it. This is what happens in oh, most movies.
0: This, this is a perfect segue into the Name That Movie game because you're forgetting that we finished it together. Yes, we yeah, did.
1: by the third night.
0: Well, we finished it together. I didn't forget. Let's do the Name That Movie game because we just got back from a trip from Hawaii. Yeah. And on on the plane there is a Dwayne Johnson Emily Blunt movie. And you have headphones on, and you say, "Hey, it's this movie that you've been wanting to see." And you yell out a name. What'd you yell out? What, what
1: Juice Cruise.
0: What's it called? <laughs> Juice Juice Cruise? Juice, Juice Cruise? <laughs> Juice this is no. This is
1: Jungle Cruise.
0: Nice. That's true. Yeah. Okay, great. But you say this. Hey, babe, they got jungle fever. You've been wanting to watch that. (laughs) Which is a different movie and a whole different set of can of worms you yelled at on a plane. And I just, I mean, I guess.
1: I mean, did you not just look at me at that moment? Thank God I love her. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: my angel. That's my angel right there. Little baby bird. I
1: I would, you know?
0: No, I was just more concerned about the sixty people around us that all looked at me. I thought, oh, all right. So I'm glad we got the name of that one done. Whew! We've been watching some documentaries. We watched uh, one last night. You know the name of it?
1: Yeah.
0: Let's. Uh, Wild it's... country. No. <laughs> no. Wild
1: creatures.
0: No. Come on, you're close.
1: Wild cannabis.
0: It's not even about weed. <laughs> wild,
1: wild rocks.
0: <laughs> what are all rocks wild? Are there domesticated rocks?
1: Crime. Wild crime. You
0: got it. <laughs> you got it. We worked through it together like an algebra problem when I was in sixth grade. We do this together. We're a team on this.
1: I don't know how I combined all that. Oh, because it was based. It's based in Colorado, Or rocks. Where rocks are wild. <laughs> Rocky Springs. What is it called? The- the, Rocky
0: Mountains they, <laughs> Oh so if you are if you guys are out there in the neurosurgeon <laughs> dementia world, you just go ahead and write to us you let us know what kind of supplements we can be staking here.
1: You know you make me even more worried before I wasn't like aware of this issue now I'm fully aware. Yeah and I'm playing word searches to try to activate my brain. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm glad I've had a good effect. I'm glad I've had a good effect on you. I mean, let's move on. That's and uh, true love. Let's talk about some movies that we watched on our Hawaiian vacation. A different Dwayne Johnson movie, this one that starred Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot.
1: Red Notice. Uh, wow. Yes.
0: Off the, did you have that written down on your hand? No. I have to check your shoes for cheating or anything? I just
1: saw that, you know, and it just goes in front of everyone. <laughs>
0: When, sure, yeah, you, I don't know what that meant, but uh, we watched this one at this beautiful condo that we rented for a couple weeks out there in Hawaii, and they had a 70-inch QED, ultra-high-def fucking Samsung TV, and it had the smoothing effect on it, and it made this movie look so cheap and unexciting that it was hard to get into. I mean, I, I don't think we even finished it. I think we no, it,
1: we attempted it two nights in a row. and We just we gave up.
0: Yeah, I mean, you fell asleep felt relatively early on. I got an hour in the first night. We restarted it. I got another forty five minutes in, and the thing just refused to quit. And like I said, I don't know if it was because how clear that that screen was, that everybody looked a little aged, um, except Gal Gadot. Say Wonder Woman's name. Gal One more time.
1: <laughs> Gal
0: it sa- when you say her name it sounds like she should be part of the King Arthur's round table.
1: Well, she should. Say it again. Why? I love how you say it. Galdagat.
0: Yeah, she goes with Lancelot on adventures.
1: Here's the thing, the, those people in that movie, total girl crush on all of them. So the fact that they were it was really like not not fun to watch was highly disappointing because you would think all those three people would be perfect on screen together.
0: No, nah, it turned out to be too much of a good thing. Yeah. Uh, it was actually really boring. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Um, I'm surprised that we didn't get through that one all, all that much. But the weird thing is, is that we go to very um, relaxing places on vacation to like de-stress and the whole thing. And then we spend 90% of our time watching murder documentaries, <laughs> which are not all that de-stressing. We watched one recently called Alabama Snake on hbo and i gotta recommend this highly it's about a pentecostal preacher who is a snake handler and his wife was killed by snake bites or attempted to be killed by snake bites did he make her do it did she do it on her accord um and then the whole backstory of that it's on hbo max currently and um if you have to burp you can do it towards the (laughs) towards the (laughs) just don't fart towards the thing it'll catch that uh what did you think of this documentary
1: I thought that was highly disturbing. The whole thing? Yeah. And because they were twisting, like, the Bible itself into their own. Anyways, we don't need to touch on that basis, but but it was good. It was it was disturbing, but it was really good.
0: I thought it reminded me of when HBO really had the, the front-runner position in terms of documentaries. Like, they were the, the premier ones. Now it's Netflix that seemed to take that over. But it used to be that HBO and America Undercover series – was like the best thing you could watch documentary wise on T V. But
1: You know what? I would say Hulu's getting pretty good at it too. But yes, I agree. HBO has always had the best documentaries. Well didn't um it's not stars. I forgot there was a sp- oh there is like a IFC channel or something that you can You watch.
0: confused IFC with stars?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: Because I love like independent films, so I used to have that package
0: stars shows Pauly Shore movies
1: yeah is it IFC the independent film yeah and there's a bunch of other ones too
0: the Sundance channel and Criterion channel things like that um but we watched uh, one on Hulu recently called the uh the Von Dutch story or the story basically remember that douchey clothing brand that Ashton Kutcher made popular and uh, was running or Paris Hilton or Tommy Lee or whoever you know you followed in that, under that era. That, okay, go ahead. It's the Von Dutch brand, and this is the a four part series on Hulu about the making of it, who started it, and then a murder behind it, and all the crime, and its quick downfall. And for, as much as I disapproved of that brand, it, it was cool that the documentary kind of took you back to an era that wasn't that long ago, but was long enough ago. It's pre social media. No, no smartphones. People were a little bit more engaged in celebrity culture. And um, it it really kind of, you didn't, it, it wasn't thrown at your face every day. You had to get a, you know, Us Magazine or watch MTV or something like that. It wasn't like you had the Instagram. So I don't know. I thought they did a good job with nostalgia. And then the story itself is very compelling.
1: Yes, I would agree. You can't make up those characters.
0: Yeah. And then the, what happens in their lives and who comes out good, who comes out bad, how they're Affected from this fucking clothing line that I haven't thought about once in fifteen years.
1: No, but can I do this now? Yes. Um, I was surprised that it, the last person who was the creator, um, was Ed Hardy. But I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't surprised. But I was surprised. Like you could see that the art was very similar. The styles very similar. And you remember Ed Hardy came after Fonda. Yeah, it,
0: it was their one of their designers that Christian. I mean, I said murder this guy's last name, Delar or something like that. And he ended up leaving Von Dutch and then going and, and starting at Hardy. Uh, and then he passed away in 2015. So it was pretty interesting and uh, kind of a, we watched that. And then it led right to tonight's viewing, which was a trip to the cinema. The cinema, like we live in London. Mm-hmm. We went to the theater as well. Do you ever
1: notice that when movies are made in like London or Italy or any of those type of areas, Greece, you automatically associate it with like... Like some type of gangsters or mobs or like, you know what I mean?
0: Not really, but I'm gonna go with it for sake of argument.
1: Always like the bad guys of some sort, like the underground people.
0: Well, the movie we watched tonight, there wasn't really any straight up criminals in it. There was white collar criminals until the final scene, but that's yeah. But
1: what you see there is you accept that it's in Italy, and they're all pieces of
0: shit. Is that what you're saying?
1: Because you wouldn't accept that in like California or Washington when watching a movie. It wouldn't be believable.
0: But if we're watching a movie and it's set in Hawaii, everybody's good, like Doogie Makamodala, MD.
1: That's a different topic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your bias just streaming out of you right now. You're with an Italian guy.
1: I know. This
0: is you're weird. That's why I love it. Yeah. So long story short, we saw House of Gucci tonight, two hour, a punishing two hours and thirty-two minutes, a very talky Slow melodramatic movie that has some showy performances. I like this
1: podcast. Yeah, I know, right? If
0: anybody made it 22 minutes in, bless your I heart. I love you. Um, and I don't know, I, I was a little let down by this movie, was not the biggest 100%. fan.
1: 100%. But like I told you, I think they did great in acting. I really do.
0: Yeah, it's so like I said, performances are good, production design is good, but the story, the most compelling part of the story is the murder. And that occupies five minutes of a 160-minute movie, which I thought they just told the wrong story. They basically, instead of focusing on the murder, the trial, what was behind that, they focused on a love story, the disillusion of a marriage, and then, you know, this power-hungry person. It was really a character study in the Lady Gaga character. Yes. uh, More than anybody else, because she's the only one that uh, had a big change in her life. I mean, nobody else really went through that big of a change in terms of character Um, but great performances long oscar bait movie this one can be viewed at home i'd say don't rush out to the theater to see this one
1: disappointingly i would agree but i also want to know did you hear those girls say oh my god he's so hot he's like super hot talking about adam driver I said, "Well, wow, I'm getting old."
0: Yeah, I know. I don't understand it. No
1: offense, here, good-looking guy, but I'm just saying. In he's general, not
0: even a good-looking guy. Let's not make. He's <laughs> a fucking goof.
1: It's his confidence. He 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 alludes to confidence, so it's like it transfers.
0: I feel like you're saying he's got big dick energy, and <laughs> no, I, didn't, we're not I don't. Talking about I don't Peterson. like where you're What's going, Peterson.
1: What's, Peterson. What's his name, Dave Peterson? No. Keep what? going.
0: I know who he is.
1: Oh, Dustin.
0: Who's Dave? that? Who just?
1: Pete Davidson <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Wow.
0: Oh, that's the rumor he has, you know. Well that's great. I'm I'm great. i, I He's yeah.
1: blessed down
0: there. <laughs> what well, I don't know,
1: is that, well, I a, mean, is that a blessing? I don't know. I hear Lady I hear Lady Instagram. Gaga's deep. Did you, know, you know?
0: what I mean? That's that's the rumor on the street with the boys. <laughs> is that uh, <laughs> she goes deep. <laughs> <laughs> that we can uh, This isn't a challenge. <laughs> that's what this I'm challenge. hearing. No, that's what the boys in the that's what the boys in the barbershop been saying.
1: Okay. Well, I'm glad you have those type of conversations.
0: Well, I mean, I'm glad that we know about Pete Davidson's uh, situation. I mean, the fact that we know who Pete Davidson continues to date just shows that we're focusing on the wrong fucking sensing things.
1: irritability and jealousy right now, and it's
0: not okay. No, you're just sensing my BGE. And uh, I just <laughs> <laughs> need you to... <laughs> we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap up the show on that. I think we have some arguing to do for the next 10 minutes or so. So speaking Or Kailani now. This is Jason.
1: This is Kailani. And we're
0: in for the night. Thanks for joining us guys.